Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Look, real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can fill it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beach balls of life, giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution with only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do, clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shit, know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shock, oh, with it, keeping the beans on the block, don't miss it. Welcome to the city, stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paste better. The fix is in and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek? Yes, sir. You're now tuned into The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry right here on Holy Culture Radio. It's your boy, DJ Focus, checking in. It's your girl, Dice Gamble, checking in on this Wisdom Wednesday. What's going on? Let's get into this. What we got going on today, Focus? Um, you know, God is good. God is great. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I feel. I feel like oh, this is God. another one. This is another one. Uh, just blessed. Just blessed to be alive again, Dice. Um, listen. Um, yeah. Let me give God. Let me give God a, a special shout out. I know you can concur with this. Um, we in the we in the Midwest. So Dice is in Chi-Town. I'm in uh, Cleveland, well, CLE, mm-hmm. and uh, we've been having mm-hmm. this 50 degree weather, weather that's been crazy. Like it has been beautiful. Let's be very clear. Hallelujah. I want to thank God for this weather in the middle of February that he has 45 degree, 50 degree weather in the Midwest. You know, it's a blessing. I know Trig been had short song because if if we if we got 47 and 50 degrees, Trig got to be 65 degrees. It's easy sitting on the porch. But I am I am grateful because um, we 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 almost out of this snow little this little snow little window dice. So I'm happy about that. <laughs> Was that song God is smiling at me? Okay, okay. Uh, I mean, I'm in awe. I'll be honest with you. I think my husband has washed all the cars. I mean, he's just happy to be outside when it's like warm i mean i opened up the kitchen window while i was cooking dinner the other day it was it was just like yes god let's go this way like you know and um things got die so that's why we have winter uh you know here i mean some things have to die but i'm sitting here like lord uh thank you for letting some things live and skipping right on i hope we just skip right on over i mean we're almost we're almost there to your point so like Mm -hmm. we can just keep on going we can keep on going, but we've been blessed. So whoever's praying that the snow go away, you are anointed. Amen. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you are anointed we- in the spirit. A snow <laughs> cancellation in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. No, yeah, it's, it's been nice. Thing. It's been really, really nice. Yeah. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Once again, you're tuned into The Fix. And of right. course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive uh, but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. Listen, we have a, another uh, great show for you guys today. Uh, listen, our uh, spiritual detox today, uh, we're going to sit down and chop it up with a super talented artist, songwriter, entrepreneur, um, a vet in CHH. I, I give him a vet because he, he, he's been around long enough. Our brother, Big Phil. Um, listen, he, he got new music out. Um, and uh, yeah, he has a powerful testimony for those who may not know Big Phil. Um, and he's just super talented. A lot of, pe- a lot of people don't know he's a, he's a choir director. Um, you know, he, he's just he's just a super dope creative too as well. And he is very much ministry driven. I love the fact that he's never shied away from being ministry driven in his music and everything he do. He even got a, uh, he featured mm-hmm. on uh, Brinson's new song too as well. Brinson got a new song out. Uh, that he's featured on right now too as well uh so yeah shouts out to our brother princeton but yes we're gonna get a big feel on the line for our spiritual detox today and dice at it again uh we got a real talk topic don't we dice <laughs> we do we do i mean it's it's good stuff i just think it's the season you know uh god has us you know kind of trying to teach you know some of y'all ain't going to church on wednesday night y'all ain't going to prayer meeting and stuff like you used to so you you know the fix is bringing it but um Today we're going to talk about talk about the dangers of waiting to come to Christ, like how dangerous it is, and um, you know, I mean, we're going to get into it, dive into it. So shout out to all of you who have already given your life to Christ. God bless you. Um, but we still have work to do. You know, the Bible's clear about the harvest being plentiful, but the laborers are a few. But the thing I love about this show is, yes, it's music driven, it's um, community driven, but the purpose is definitely uh, Christ driven. So, you know, it's good for us to have these serious conversations. I know y'all make jokes. Oh, she always serious. I'm like, I love the Lord. So I want people to get it, you know, because there's so much freedom focus. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't even imagine my life without Christ, like to this very second, Meaning. you know? And I have a million stories of how dangerous it was without Christ and what it could look like. So I'm excited for this one, um, you know, where we just get to share our stories, give some tips and, uh, you know, just go out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's yeah, it's going to be real good. Always. Always. Uh, listen, we're going to get right to some music. We coming right back to it. Uh, we have uh, music on the way. Yep. Let's get some uh, Vert Mob. Yep. We got some Vert Mob on the way as well as uh, Tiana Gunn. Um, yeah. You know what? Um, yep. Let's get some Miss Tiffany this morning too as well. Um, but right now, yep. Let's turn up a little bit. Let's turn up with a little bit with uh, yep. I hate to do it, but I got to do it again. That KB, um, that Graves oh, right now. Okay. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. Okay. And The Fix is in. Yes, sir. You're tuned back into The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry right here on Sirius XM Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. And it's time for our spiritual detox. Uh, we love this moment. We get a chance to sit down with some movers and shakers, entrepreneurs, athletes, producers, entertainers, artists, any and everybody. Um, this is where they have an uh, opportunity to share their, not only just their spiritual walk, how they see, uh, you know, their faith, um, but also everything dope that they do. And listen, um, I got a, I got a super talented person on the line right now. I, I, I have a list of different um, CHH artists who I feel like are underrated. And uh, he's been on that list for a long time. I don't think really people really are tapped in and uh, really value what he does. Like he is truly ministry driven. 
And he got some bars. Let's be very clear. I know he's an artist. He, I know he sing a little bit. He rap. But he got some bars. And I think sometimes when we're talking about these lists of, you know, who's the best in CHH, I'm be honest with you. Um, I, it's two names that I always say. Mission is one of them. And Big Field is another one. <laughs> so without further ado, let help me welcome in my brother, um, a super talented artist, rapper, songwriter, entrepreneur, Big Field. What's going on? What's happening, brother? What's going on, man? Pleasure, man. Pleasure to be a man, part. I'm... Pleasure, man. Absolutely. No, pleasure all is mine, man. I appreciate you, man, rocking with us this morning, man. Um, I, I have been watching your journey from afar, brother, and I and I don't say that lightly, man. I'm lightweight like a music connoisseur over here, man. I'm a, I'm a hard critic. And um, something that I love about you as an artist, you've never shied away from the ministry aspect of it. You've always, uh, I promise you, it feels like you're speaking from a genuine spot of where you are spiritually, but also just putting out sonically good music. Like, <laughs> it's, I, I think people downplay how hard it is to be on this side. Like, when you're on the mainstream side, you know, you have no filter. You can just say up a, a bunch of da-da-da-da's and have a tight beat. And, and and that's it. But when you're on this side, one, to put together the, the different content, the metaphors, the bars, and still be able to package it to where, no, no, if you listen to my project, you can't tell me you ain't going to start seeing how your relationship with God needs to grow in some area or, you know, your prayer life. So that's something that I want to, like I say, I like to give people roses before they go, man. I'm going to salute you, brother, uh, for doing that, man, and always staying humble about it because I'll be honest with you, you could flex if you want to. <laughs> yeah, man. Listen, man, I, I, appreciate, I appreciate the nod for real, like, especially coming from somebody like yourself that has been in this genre and, and know uh, about the music. And like you said, putting in the details, people forget. I think people really just brush over the fact that, yeah, like, you got to really understand how uh, not only driven, but how uh, focused you got to be to make like high quality, sonic, sonically good music. You know what I'm saying? And yes, try to try to keep up with today's world and what's going on. You know what I'm saying? My job is not necessarily try to keep up with what the traits or the the savages is doing or the thugs are doing, but just to present a quality in the same aspect, you know what I'm saying? And give people something to really think about, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to the music, I, I try real hard to make sure that whatever I uh, pin and put on wax, um, that people can walk away from it and grow from it. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's not something so explicitly Christian, but you can at least hear that I'm morally intact because I want you to walk away with the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. No, that's real. And I think I think you always do a good job of that. So so, so talk about some of your so I, I can have real hip hop conversations with certain people. And I feel Absolutely. like I'm having it with you. Walk us through some of your some of your uh, some of your inspirations growing up in music. Like who kind of inspired you to even get into, uh, you know, rapping and writing and, and singing and whatnot. So, you know, being from the South, you would you would automatically assume certain artists um, and I do have to give nods to some of them, to the, uh, to the scar faces, to the, um, to the, uh, I hear it. um, you know, uh, UGK, you know what I'm saying? To the outcast, you know what I'm saying? Outcast and Scarface in particular from a Southern standpoint is what really got me nailed in. 
You know what I'm saying? You, but you know, I'm, when you from Florida, you know, all you hear, you, you heard Two Live Crew, Poison Clan, JT Money, Luke, Luke. And you know, I was cool. That was cool, but that just wasn't what I, you know, that's not what made me fall in love with hip hop. You know what I'm saying? I heard a little bit of Scarface. I love that. And I love uh, Outkast. But then when I heard the Notorious B.I.G. is when mm. I said, oh, man, like, I think I can really do this from a hip hop standpoint. Between him, Jay-Z and Nas, that was kind of like where I was with it. That's all I needed to really hear and along with Outkast. And I was like, man, I, I can really, I can really do this. And believe it or not, Petty D, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, Petty oh, D, yeah. being from Jacksonville, being from Duval County, he was hustling in these streets. You know what I'm saying? From a gospel standpoint, way before it was popular to do. You know what I'm saying? And so Facts. he was, a, he was a big inspiration to me too. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, definitely, those are the ones that made me say, "Oh man, I want to do this. I think I can do." This. Let me tell you something. Uh, Petty D, uh, my first experience or introduction to Petty D, he had a song called I'm a Vet. And I was like, man, this thing just is solid. This thing just hit different. It, it, he brought all the donks out, man. I'm like, yeah, this is this is what I'm talking about. So I, I feel what you're saying uh, yeah. because a lot of times I think that's what, what hinders sometimes the street ministry. A lot of brothers uh, want to come to church but they don't see a representation of something that looks like them. So I was grateful to see Petty D. Uh, he never shied away from it, had the gold fronts in his mouth, had the donks out, you know what I'm saying, all on 20s, you know what I'm saying? So that was big in, in, in witnesses. Sometimes people downplay that. Yeah, yeah, that's de definitely. That's huge, huge. And that's what I love about him. He was always just himself. He's always been mm -hmm. dunk, dunks, gold teeth, White uh, Air Force Ones, like he a, he a Florida boy, like to heart, and he never shied away from that. You know what I'm saying? And that's one of the things that made me just holler respect him in the music business too. So, so when you when you when you first started, you know, uh, you know, you fall in love with it. You, you know, you you start being inspired by some of these uh, artists out here. When was that first song or, or, or that first bar that you knew kind of like you had it? Like, did you started like doing like freestyles and competing against uh, uh, people? Or when was it like, you know, you know, I, I hear what you're saying when you say, you know, I was inspired by these artists. But when did you know you had it? like, no, nah, I can rap for real. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So like when, you know, as you as you said, it started off funny games, beating on the lunch table. Mm -hmm. Beating on the bus seats mm -hmm. when you're on the bus, school bus, ranking, cracking jokes, jonesing. Some people call it jonesing. We call it ranking from the South. Cracking. It's cracking yep. on people. You know, joking fun. But when I realized that, yo, I think I got something, I was about 17, about 16 to 17. Um, and even though I didn't take it seriously as a business, I knew I had talent. You know what I'm saying? So it was around about that 16, 17 when I started writing um, these bars, you know what I mean? And it it was off of a freestyle. I ended up freestyling off of um, a juvenile a 400 degrees beat, like 400 degrees. So it probably was 17 when I was 17. Okay. I was 
oh man, I oh yeah, oh yeah, we finna we finna we finna do something with this. And you know, the city was behind me. You know, I had a group, we had this group called Outlaws, you know what I'm saying? And you know, we was doing some things, you know, as young boys, and you know, we had you know, you know, I had a deal on the table from Slip Side Records. A lot of people may not know who Slip Side is, but if you're from Florida, you know Miami. That was one of the first ones to sign Trick Daddy, Trina. Uh, who else been on their label? Rick Ross, Plies, early in those times. And I had an opportunity to be signed to them, but, you know, God had different uh, for me. But that was around that time when I was like, yo, I think we got something because we were so young. We had like a little buzz and Duval and it was just really going well for us. I was like, yo, I think I could do this. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't know the business or nothing. So, you know, what comes along with that is extra stuff. But that's when I knew though. So where were you at spiritually to walk away from a, a slip and slide deal? I think people need to hear that because to your point, most artists back then, let's be very clear. Um, you, you know, I, I can tell you talking about, you know, nineties, we, 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 we in the same age range. So, so mm -hmm. I, I know this probably was like a nineties or early 2000 deal. Uh, you have to speak to the, the importance of having that authentic relationship with God because it had to be something that God revealed and showed to you not to sign with slip and slide. Cause everybody else would have signed with that, you know, took that contract. So talk about your spiritual walk then and why you decided not to sign with slip and slide. Yeah, it was 98. And, um, um, I, I, you know, I don't really necessarily know what kind of deal that they were going to get. You know, like I just knew that we was working with some guy here that knew, uh, bigger rankers, you know what I'm saying? Uh, okay. bigger rankers is like Jacksonville connect to, he's like the Jacksonville A and all. I knew this guy. We was recording in the studio. We had signed a little production deal with him. He knew, he knew bigger and he was going to get us this deal between us and this another group called 904 Click. Well, they end up going with 904 Click instead of my group. You know what I'm saying? But in the midst of that going on, I, I knew I wasn't going to sign a deal because God at that moment was just, man, he was showing up in my dreams, bro. It was like crazy. And I'm going to say this and I'm going to keep it a buck. I don't necessarily know if I was sitting at the table with the contract in my, in front of me that I could have walked away from it. I think God didn't allow that even gotcha. that opportunity to come at bay. You know what I'm saying? Because he just knew he had different plans for me. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, the deal is situation with the guy who we had the production deal with, it just ended up falling through, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, um, he felt that going with the other group would be better. They were more mature. Um, they were more intact with how, like, as far as look, you know, we were young, you know what I'm saying? We didn't really know, but I right. knew that they wanted us from a talent standpoint and, and wanted our talents from writing and from all of that. And, I just couldn't do it, man. I, 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 like I said, God was, he was showing up in my dreams. I was having, I was having these dreams of me, uh, not only dying, I was having dreams of me dying, but I was having dreams of me singing and rapping in front of millions of people about God. I had never in my wildest dreams was like, yo, I ain't never rap no song about God. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm knowledgeable of God because my mama took me to church, you know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. But, um, yeah, like it was that moment where I had to go tell my homeboys, it was just like, yo, I don't think I can do this no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I don't know what it is, wow. but something going on with me, man. And I just, I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think God wants me to, to do something else. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's where, where it all started, where it all, you know what I mean? Manifested itself from then. Listen, that's solid. Listen, DJ Focus, uh, you tapped into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. We got to go to a quick break. We coming right back with more from Big Field. Keep it locked. You're tuned into the fix. You know the fix is in. Yes, sir. DJ Focus, you tap back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. I'm still having a great conversation with my brother, Big Field. So, listen, Field, let's talk about it, man. Um, give, your, give your thoughts and your opinions, man, on the culture of Christian hip-hop right now. I think you've been around long enough. Um, you know, you, you, you could done collaborations. Um, I know by now you understand, you know, somewhat of not all of the business side of it. And, you know, from the time you started to where we are now, what's your thoughts on the state and the culture of Christian hip hop? Hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I consider myself somewhat of a vet now. OG, I got the young boy calling me OG and Unk, so I guess that means. I mm-hmm. qualify for, you know what I'm saying, my standing. But um, I think we are, so I have a two-fold to it. Um, I think we are healthy, more healthy than we have ever been talent and business-wise. Okay. I would say from that standpoint, I think we are growing and are very healthy in that aspect, even down to people like yourself, people like Trig, uh, other DJs that know the importance of, of, of radio placement, of, of spins, BDS, sound scan stuff, knowing the importance of getting in those lanes and really making sure that we present great quality music, but also can generate revenue. You know what I'm saying? So even in all aspects of that, I think we're doing so much better in professionalism with a business standpoint. Um, talent-wise, it's a lot of it's a lot of guys out here really do their thing, really do real well. Um, um, a lot of them is not my taste, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, but I do have my ones that I still rock with, you know what I'm saying? But um, I think talent-wise, you, you see... Um, I think you see a nice uh, portrait, a bouquet of different colors, different styles, things like that. I'm going to say that. Um, when it comes to uh, uh, character or movement, like uh, brotherhood and kingdom, so I'm going to say kingdom, um, I, think we, I think we have to... Uh, I think it's important that we understand that um, we have to continue to remind ourselves without God, none of this is possible. Um, mm-hmm. That's number one. Um, number two, um, Jesus died for that too. That's period. You see what I'm saying? I think a lot mm-hmm. of brothers, I think we're in a place now where social media has really given us this uh Man, they feed us this dopamine, man, and we nice. we we addicted. To, yeah, we're addicted to we're addicted to uh, 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 the attention. We're addicted to uh, um, just uh, uh, the beef of going back and forth. We want to be seen. We want to be heard in a lot of aspects. And sometimes we just 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 be quiet. You know what I'm saying? 
um, and let the music and let what we do speak for ourselves. But I know we're in different times. Everybody want to be personal. Everybody want to know everybody's business. And I get it by opening it up. I do the same. But I think we, it's just very important that we understand um, that uh, this is a business and you have to know how to still move without jeopardizing who you are as an individual. You already got enough in you that's going to that's gonna have you going through anyway. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think that it's really beneficial to be uh, talking reckless to each other publicly. You know what I'm saying? I love dialogue. I love to get into it and do our thing and stuff like that. But I think there's always a healthy way of doing that, even if we disagree from uh, aspects of how we believe. Um, but um, I think there, I don't want to sound like the old man in the room, but I just really feel like we got to we gotta remember how far we've come. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of, I think a lot of guys care not to remember that because of what we did to them. I think a lot of young people, a lot of these young artists don't want to really have nothing to do with the OGs because when the OGs were young, they kind of just shun the young boys. You know what I'm saying? Young boys hold on to hold on to that when they pop. You know, it's like y'all, y'all, you want to check it for me then? Don't check for me now. So we got a lot of that going on. So I really just, you know, I try to pray for the community and pray that we kind of keep our heads on the straight and narrow when it comes to what we're supposed to be doing and like what's the big mission. I know we're making money. I know we're doing festivals. That's cool. But we got to still keep the mission at the forefront so we'll never forget why we're doing what we're doing. So. No, that's good. Do you do you think, um, you know, I know we, we're coming out the back end of it, uh, this pandemic um, from the last two years of, you know, everything being shut down. Do you think uh, the church itself has become um, too entertaining compared to ministry and preaching driven due to the pandemic um and and when i say that i mean uh, specifically we know the pandemic everything shut down uh pretty much everybody had to uh go video uh and stream everything but do you think because of the shutdowns of the pandemic and everybody kind of streaming everything do you think the church kind of took a shift and kind of started to be more entertaining compared to just straight word preaching I, I I would say I would say a little bit of yeah and no. So this is how I would view it. Like I think that we had to make a shift, right? Mm-hmm. I think that we had to make a shift, and I think we had we were late. We were past due on the shift. I think the shift should have been happening before we had a pandemic happen. I just think that what happens with the church a lot of times, in my opinion, um, and just in the communities of people that I've known even the local bodies here, big or small, we do what works. So what happens is we, we just do what works and we don't really bother to try to progress. If it's working, leave it alone. You know what I'm saying? We don't look forward to our grandchildren or our nieces and nephews or our, children or our sons and daughters to like make a path for them until it's like time it like until like we have to and i think the pandemic did that to the church i think the pandemic said you got to progress in ways of communicating 
And in the and and then in the midst of doing that, I think people saw a couple of other people doing communication really well, and was like, you know what I'm saying? I think the thing wasn't just for the teenagers and the twenty year olds no more. I think that I think the 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 arousement hit all ages because you had to learn how to to do things now. So now you had churches. It's like yo, we got to do exactly what this church is doing. We got to do what this church is doing. We got to do what that church is doing. And in the midst of it, they weren't being real. So because they weren't being real, they were shooting for something else. That's what entertainment is. If you had the heart to really be what you wanted to be from the beginning, even if that involves some cosmetics and things that look more theatrical than what you normally did, I don't want I wouldn't necessarily have a problem with that if you're coming from a pure place. But mm. I think a lot of people saw mm what other people were doing and say, yo, we got to do that. And so, and in the midst of doing that, you overwork not only your people, but you overthought the process of communicating. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And in the midst of that, you started entertaining. You started re- reaching for something that you weren't ready to do. And whenever you're not ready to do that, you know what I'm saying? The anointing of God, it kind of gets diluted. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's what kind of happened. And in the midst of that, it happened to people because the church is people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So individually, we started doing those things. Yeah. Let's talk about this music before I get you out of here, man. You got to, you know, uh, talk about your recent project that you have out right now. Um, I know I'm loving this single, man. Uh, I've, I've been keeping it in rotation, man. It's Step by Faith. Um, so just talk about your new project, the inspiration behind it, the artwork. I definitely got to talk about the artwork uh, for the cover and everything and why you chose to go with that and uh, everything dope about the project. Yeah, so, you know, um, I just dro- I dropped a single called Step by Faith. I dropped a project uh the top of last year called uh, The Father Odds. Um, it ended up going number one um, on iTunes on the Christian and Gospel albums. Uh, the first week it dropped, I, I, that was a blessing to me. You know what I'm saying? And um, uh, it was, I was writing this project that I'm actually going to drop this year. And in the midst of me writing this project, I wasn't spiritually ready to kind of release this project. Okay. And in the midst of it, God started really speaking to me about uh, my present community in the city of Jacksonville. I was dealing with people that was just going through big just depression and you know we was faced with a lot of things that then George Floyd happened type of stuff happened and you know you had all these different things that were going on and I was just like man I really feel like people need music to just to uh they need some um set them off wire them to just get back out there so I in the midst of that God just started downloading these joints in me you know what I'm saying? From Big Dreams and Inspire and uh, uh, Watch Me Defy. And they was just coming and then I was just like, okay, God, so maybe I'm not ready to do this project yet, but these other songs were coming that just wasn't fitting what I'm going to put out now. And I was like, man, so what am I going to do with these records? And I was just like, I just put them together, man, and just say, yo, I'm going to get my seven strong ones. You're going to make this a project called The Defy the Odds. I'm going to drop another one coming after that called Step by Faith. You know what I'm saying? And just move into that and just give people some fun. Give people something to be happy and feel good. And that's where it came from, man. You know, um, and I wanted people to also just culturally know what 
not only I experienced, but what you experienced. That's why I'm on the front cover. I got a police officer pointing at me. I got a, a young boy pointing at me. I got a, my baby mom actor. I got, you know, I got the preacher. You know, we got hit with so much between 2020 and 2022 uh, that, uh, you know, I think we just needed to understand that we defied moments. Mm. A lot of times we sit back and we just like, we lost a lot of people. We went through some things, but we also overcame some things. We got, we really defied some odds. And um, I really wanted to kind of just not only celebrate, not necessarily celebrate, but to to speak to the to the thing that we did. You know what I mean? And that's what came with the project of Father Arts. Listen, that's big. And um, of course, we're still saddened. And uh, just want to get your thoughts on, unfortunately, a young man who lost his life, um, Tyree Nichols um, in Memphis. We know the uh, five police officers uh, brutally, uh, you know, pretty much beat him down and, you know, pretty much killed him. What was your thoughts when you first heard it? Um, you know, this news, um, you know, how did it impact you and your family? And, you know, I know you probably have kids. Do you discuss topics like this with your kids and sit down and say, you know, this is what we're dealing with in America and kind of teach them, you know, how to navigate through obstacles like this that are, you know, heartbreaking? Yeah. So, um, and, and yeah, man, very, very unfortunate, very, not only unfortunate, very, very horrible, sad. Like you got to call it what it is. It's just demonic and very evil situation. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, um, um, it just goes to show that we have to lean on, on, on God. We really do. Like we are still in need of prayer. We are still in need of him as a nation. Because you would think us coming out of what we came out of that something like that wouldn't even happen again. But it lets you, you know, further understand and know that, hey, listen, we are a fallen world. This world is broken in half, man. And without Jesus, we can't do nothing, bro. You know what I'm saying? And um, my my son, I haven't had a conversation with him because he's eight. He has no idea of what's going on, what that is going on. I do have conversations with him about who he is and trying to shape him mentally right now. But I didn't necessarily tell him about the Tyree Nichols. I do have young boys that follow me, that look up to me, that I mentor, that I do have a conversation with. I had a conversation with my daughter. She's older. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, it's interesting because my daughter, she she dates a, a, a police officer, a young boy. They're young. And, you know, um, we had these conversations and, um, you know, it's I really find no ground focused on nothing but Jesus man and the scripture that says um, loving my neighbor as myself mm. like if we don't understand like what Jesus was saying in that passage you know I don't think we'll I, I just it's going everything about us is going over our head he said that's the greatest commandments love Love God with all your heart, my soul, and strength. But I say love our neighbor as thyself. And if we don't grasp the concept of what that means, I, I think we're going to continue to have these 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 ongoing issues. Um, and we have to be boldly in in preaching and in our faith proclaim the importance of of following His commandments. We ain't gonna get them all right. But we got to speak truth to power in these situations. And it's because it's very unfortunate to see something like that happen because he looks like me and you. He looks like our children. 
you know what I'm saying? And somewhere upon, somewhere at some time, I'm gonna have to have that conversation with my son because my son is gonna be like, Yo, I don't really see a balance in this paradigm paradigm that's happening. I see my skin tone getting taken advantage of. And I think we have to stop being naive to the fact that racism is, is real uh, and that it's taught and it's taught to all other races. They program you to think in all other ways, even if you're not, or even if you're the same color as the individual you're doing to. You know what I'm saying? And we don't, if we don't figure out the loving our neighbor part, that we gotta. That's what we gotta do. So we just gotta pray for our nation, pray for our people, and help them to understand the importance of loving our neighbors. No, that's real. I, I would argue. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer that that was one of the biggest commandments, uh, commands rather, that God gave. He always said love. You know, love thy neighbor, love thy enemy. He always said love. So you are absolutely right. And uh, we we need to think more kingdom. That's I think um, a lot of times um, we're in our own way, and uh, we speak uh, things uh, fleshly things out of our mouth instead of allowing for the Holy Spirit to guide us and lead us. And sometimes uh, yep. mute our voice. Sometimes the Holy Spirit need to you know woo us. No, no, don't say nothing because <laughs> that ain't the right thing to say. So listen, man, I right. appreciate you. Man. I got I got to get you back on, man. Um, I can't wait for this uh, you know new project you're working on, man. We will get you back uh, to talk some more music. Can you tell the people how they can connect with you, follow you on all your social media platforms, as well as introduce uh, your latest single you want to play? Yes, absolutely. So um, you can find me on Big Field 904. That's B-I-G-F-I-L 904. And that's all my social media website. That's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all of that. We in the building, man. Like, hit me up. Let me know you love the music. I'm dropping a new single this month. Matter of fact, in two weeks, I'm dropping a new single that's called Let Me Tell It. It's going to be crazy. You know what I'm saying? And then we're going to follow that up with the project in the springtime, man. So I'm looking forward to just like God doing some crazy stuff this year. I, I can't wait. You know what I mean? And we're going to have us a ball, man. We're going to have us another, another great year of not only glorifying God, but really teaching people and pushing people in the direction. This project here it's gonna be different, you know. I might, I want, I want the people that's follow that that's follow me and support me to grow with me and come with me on this because this is gonna. Get, I'm gonna get real personal with this one, but I feel like it's gonna help somebody. But we're gonna start with the singer that's dropping in a couple of weeks. You know what I mean? So be ready. But catch me on Big Field 904, nine zero four. Listen, uh, appreciate you, bro, man. Uh, we got to go to a quick break. Uh, we'll be back with more. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix. You know the fix is in. Yep, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. And it's time for our real talk conversation. And uh hey Dice, let's uh let's give them that wisdom Wednesday. What we got for the real talk today. <laughs> well, I'm mean, before Wednesday, we're talking about the dangers of waiting to come to Christ. I mean, it's dangerous. Uh, for those of you who are already here, you understand what we're talking about, like where you could be right now, what you could be going through right now, um, what you could be dealing with. And I think a lot of us know we wouldn't even be here right now if we hadn't just gave our life to Christ and said, OK, you know what? I don't know how to lead me. <laughs> so I definitely I definitely need you. You know, um, this is this is an interesting subject. 
for us to talk about focus because I think a lot of people just like the show for the music and fun and the jokes and the interviews and things like that. So hopefully people don't get offended when we're like, Hey, get your life together. <laughs> Maybe I get your life together. Um, they, yeah, they're going to have to. I mean, I guess the, the, the first thing we need to discuss is we're all sinners. You know, it's so easy to understand that. I mean, it doesn't take a lot for you to turn your TV on, for you to look on your phone, for you just to leave the house to understand we're simple individuals. I mean, we were born in sin um, and and we need a savior. That's the bottom line. And we cannot save ourselves like we did not create us. This is this is just the basics of it. When you're talking to somebody, you're like, who who made you? My parents. No, 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 no. You know what I'm saying? We have a designer. You know, there's a design. There's a plan. And the fact that this earth works together should let you know that. You know what I'm saying? And wherever you came from. You're going to be going back to, you know what I'm saying? One day, like, you you know what I'm saying? So um, it's our job. It's our responsibility when we're here to figure that out. You know what I mean? Like, okay, what's, what's going on? Like, but I, I, it all starts then. Like, I mean, you can look at your own behavior and be like, why do I act that way? <laughs> you right. know? Like, why, why do I, I don't lean into doing the right things. I don't lean into being the best me. I don't lean into, well, you know, when I wake up, I'm just like this perfect individual. Like, mm -mm. it's simple. But um, I don't know. The Bible's very clear about the wages of sin. Our death, you know, like we are, are going to die one day. This is a fact. You know, a lot of people, they run. They stay busy not to think about it. They dive into work. They dive into their kids. They dive into their career. You know, you do all of this work not to think about it. Uh, but one day it is going to happen, you know, and we only have one who came to this earth and is not in the grave. And that's Jesus. So <clears throat> I love this um, talk about the Bible, uh, you know, when it comes to people who don't know, because I'm like, it has over twenty five hundred prophecies that have come to pass 100 percent clearly and exact and on point. So it's like how many more uh signs do you need to know that Christ really died? You know what I'm saying? This is the ultimate gift from God was Christ dying on the cross from us. So no greater evidence or proof of God's love for us than Christ dying on the cross for us. So uh, not to get into these stories, we were, we were just establishing what it is. Like, this is the truth. Uh, God was done with us and Jesus said, let me try one more thing. And that's, that, that's, that's, how, it, that's how it is. That's the bottom line. So um, but here's the thing, uh, and my husband and I were just talking about this the other day because I, I was stuck in my, why do people act like this? Why do people <laughs> act like this? And he said, that's that reprobate mind. Like, God will turn you over. Like, gentlemen, God will let you do whatever you want to do. Mm. But you and I both know that you shouldn't do everything you want to do, you know? Uh, some things are not healthy for you, you know, um, when, it, when you overindulge. I mean, we need our our guide we need our father we need our creator we need help when it comes time to fight addictions and um pain and hurt and letdowns and depression and anxiety and that power doesn't come from us you know that's why people often are like hey i need some help i need some help i need some help they eventually fall on their face and ask god for help but you don't gotta wait that's what i'm saying like you don't have to wait to do that like you can just do that right now and um and have the helper with you so um i know 
focus for me, I had taken the chair. This, this is going to date me. <clears throat> I had taken the chair at five because I saw my cousin walk down church, you know, the aisle. And mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute, where are you going? I'm like, okay, I want to go too. And uh, she had given her life to Christ. And I'm like, okay, I want to give my life to Christ too. But trust me, at age five, you have no idea what that looks like. Um, like you and I were talking off air, it's a relationship. You know, it is a relationship between you and 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 your Lord and Savior, who is Jesus Christ, who died and rose again. Um, but this this is a it's a better path in life. It's the path of life when you walk with Christ. Um, and Romans five eight lets us know that Christ died for all of us. You know that is how God showed His love for us, even though we were sinners. Like deep in sin, God still said, you know what? I'm going to try one more thing. I'm going to see if you believe my son. Mm. So um, one of the beefs that people who aren't saved typically try to have with me when I'm having this conversation about salvation, talking about the wages of sin or death, Christ died and rose for you, you know, is there like... um, something about Jesus like they have an art with Jesus or whatever and I said Jesus was always pointing us to the father facts all through scripture it was never look at me worship me serve me it was my I go to prepare a place for you you know that where I am you may be also you know Mm. so it's just like in my father's house are many mansions father forgive them for they know not what they do like God Jesus was always trying to point us to his father um, to our father so um, I don't know, man. Like God is so real, and it's hard to explain it to people sometimes. But you—that's why I think, honestly, focus. The Bible tells us to, um, you know, always give our testimony. You know, we have to share with people what God has brought us through. You know, it's, it's like that. People need to know that God is real. You know, like God, I really did this. Like this miracle really been. Like the Lord saved me from prison. The Lord saved me from cancer. The Lord saved me from getting shot. The Lord saved me from, you know, the Lord brought me through this. This is how I got through. Mm-hmm. So um, people people who have already come to Christ, like we just, we need to testify a lot a bit more. Not a little bit more. We need to testify a lot a bit more. Um, we need to confess um, our sins too, which this is a tough one for people who are already saved. because they want this clean look. No, I've been clean. I'm clean. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you cl- you're not clean. You're dirty. You know, and other people that's dirty need to know yeah, that you just dirty as as they were, or you maybe you are still as dirty as they are. Um, but it's just people run, and it's it's dangerous. Is the point? Um, because you don't know how long you have. You don't know how many days you have on this earth. Uh, and hell is real. Hell is very very real. Um. And so it's like, you know, you don't want to run the risk of not connecting with your Savior, not connecting with God, not giving your life to God, not putting your trust in Christ, like just pushing it to the edge because you want to wait and keep doing what you want to do. Like it is a misconception that being a Christian is boring. Being a Christian is quite freeing and fun, Um, you know, super, super fun. And the protection is way better uh, than you not being in the faith. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you know, everybody likes these uh, movies and stuff with all this, you know, you got all the graphics and all the uh, CGI and all this. I'm like, man, Christians have been living in that realm forever, you know, mm-hmm. like angels fighting your battles, you know, like literally uh, prayers going up and knocking out the enemy. You know what I'm saying? Like 
this is this is what we do like we are the superheroes of the earth you know like raising people up out of hospitals like this is what we do like just the people that I've been able to meet uh, throughout my life follow like falling out it, it in it in their presence but also seeing their anointing work um God is real you know what I'm saying so that's why I'm like man we we have to talk about it more we have to um, share our stories more. We have to impress upon people like, yeah, well, this is over. This is a wrap. What's that look like for you? Because I feel really good if I don't wake up tomorrow. I feel real good, you know. Um, I was at a wedding, uh, my husband's sister's wedding, and uh, uh, at the end of the last year, and um, her brother was in the car with us. And I was like, man, hold on to your seatbelt. You know, these people were kind of driving crazy out here. He said, I'm right with the Lord. Mm. I'm good. Mm. And I was like, that's the attitude. You know what I'm saying? That's the attitude. It's like, look, it don't matter what happens right now. <laughs> as soon as I blink, I'm going to be in the presence of my Savior. So I'm I'm good or whatever. You know, and um, I was like, yeah, yeah, that's how I, that's 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 my level of belief. But I just love that he said it like, yeah, it's going to be what it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> but we're good. So, you know, God's hope is that everyone will call on his name and everyone will be saved. Um, that's in Romans. And that's the promise that everyone who calls on the name of Jesus will be saved. Um, and so we want to we want to encourage that. Like, yeah, it's fun to be out here doing the CHH on stage, traveling, touring, having fun, you know, hyping each other up. But uh, Jesus is more than the music. You know, it is life, you know, life. So, um, you know, I don't know. I just I wish everybody would walk in salvation and, and really wake up and say, you know what? I'd rather walk with God than without God. Mm -hmm. I, you know, so when I fall, I know who's got my back. You know, when I need more power and I need more help, I know who's there for me. Um, when I make mistakes, I know, you know. I know I'm forgiven and I'm going to learn and God's going to pick me up and dust me off and say, let's do it again. You know, I don't know where I would be. I'm pretty sure I'd probably be dead. I'd probably be, I would have, I would definitely have OD by now on something. Um, and, and yeah, probably did. Probably did. Yeah. You know, at like 27, you know, if it wasn't for God and God's grace being in my life. So, um, you know, I've shared a few things on the show, um, uh, with you in the audience about you know just what God has saved me from and brought me through and um so that's why I'm like man I know God is real so I wish I wish that type of relationship for everybody like at least the kind that I know I have with God if not better you know so it's not no. gonna be perfect you know nobody's nobody's walk is perfect um you know that's in Romans 7 even when we had the best motives, you know, we can definitely fall back into sin. But it doesn't mean that it's over or God throws us away. It's like, ah, this is the relationship. We're building it together, you know. And uh, God has a lot of grace for us. So, um, mm -mm. I mean, we, you know, we out here, we unashamed. But um, I, I, I want to encourage any and everybody, like, stop running. Stop running. You're, you're not running from anything. If anything, you're torturing yourself. <laughs> mm -hmm. You're just torturing yourself. Like um, it's it's ridiculous. And I can only imagine seeing, um, you know, how God watches us as we torture ourselves, trying not to be fully dependent and leaning on Him. You know, 
and because I know you have you you have a daughter, and it's weird when you see your kids just struggle, and all they gotta do is ask for help, but they're so prideful they don't want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, and you just sit there like I'm waiting, just waiting on you to call, mm-hmm. waiting on you to pick up the phone. With you know, like I already know, you know, I already know what you're going through, but it's going to take you to say you're ready for some assistance or some help or some care or some, you know. And that's God just He just be waiting on us. Like He will let you try to do it yourself, try to work out everything, pay all your bills, get all your relationships right, build your business, you know, take care of your kid. He'll let you try to do it all by yourself if that's what you want to do. But the minute you're like, no, no, no. I need a little more help. It's like, okay, I got you. I got you. I, I was just waiting. Need just a little more Jesus. <laughs> the little, oh little knee snapper, but uh, anyways, man, no, it's it's, it's dangerous waiting because you might not you might not live. Uh, hell is definitely a real place. Um, you don't know what's going to happen in your life, like how you being in the faith can impact your children and your family, you know, your business or your community, you know. And it's just crazy all the things God wants to do for us. Um, like if I would have known my life would be this good, I would have been done, been done, done right. <laughs> no, you, listen, my you and me fantastic. both. My life is fantastic. Yeah, so I'm yeah. sitting here like, why was I fighting it? You know, why was I fighting? Why was I running? Right. What? Why was I running? It's not. It, this is insane. And then I know because I know we got to go pay some bills. Everything you and I used to do, you know, in the world versus now it didn't matter like god sees everything so it's like why do you think you're hiding or spending more time sinning you know like pacing this thing out not coming to god like he sees everything (laughs) you're not hiding from anybody if anything you look silly because you know we all know what you're doing god know what you're doing so it's like come on come on now no you know it's it's a good thing though Dice. I, I, i think um i think we both me and you both um, we bumped our head multiple times. We didn't have to bump our head all those times, but um, unfortunately, we, you know, we we were caught up in you know simple desires, simple nature. Uh, but I I love the song mm-hmm. by Evan and Harris, "In Due Season." I I, I love that mm-hmm. "In Due Season" because in due mm-hmm. season, God has birthed something beautiful out of you and mm-hmm. everything you've done within CHH with mm-hmm. your music, uh, with your clothing line now, and now with the Fix Radio Show and everything. Oh. He still got in store, so don't. Don't don't trip on the past. Listen, he, he still got you here. You in good shape. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. in good shape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you in good shape. Listen, DJ yeah, Focus, yeah, Dice Gamble. Uh, listen, we're going to go to a quick break. We're coming back. As you see, this conversation is going to pick up, and uh, we got more to share uh, on, uh, you know, the struggles of uh, waiting mm. to come to Christ. Mm. Uh, keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Yes, sir. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. And, uh, you know, we're in the middle of a a great uh, real talk uh, conversation today. Now, we're just talking about the dangers of waiting on uh, coming to Christ, the dangers, the struggles, um, however you want to put it. It's it's a real thing. And um, when I I was talking about this um, topic and specifically, I was at church. Actually, it's funny. I was at church and I was having a great conversation with one of my brothers. We was just sitting down talking about a little bit of everything. And he just brought up that. um, how he's ministering um, to this gentleman and I think this is like his you know maybe second or third time he's kind of like crossed paths with him and just was saying like you know he know he knows a little bit of his word to a certain extent you can tell he's been brought up in church to a certain extent 
but he doesn't understand why he doesn't want to come to a church because he's even um, said, he, you know, he, of course, he was suggesting him to come to our church. But he's like, if you don't, you know, you don't feel like our church is a good church you want to come to because yeah, everybody, everybody's church is not for everybody. He's like, I have other Bible uh, based churches in the area that you could possibly go to, to as well. But he was like, man, I just want you to get to involved in a ministry for yourself. So that way, every time you see me, um, we ain't got to sit down and have uh, these conversations and you have all these uh, questions you won't answer. Not these, And he's like, not that I won't answer them. Don't, don't get it twisted. But he's like, if you belong to yeah. a church, some of these things would like be answered to you. And he's like, the guy told him, he's like, I just ain't ready. I just ain't ready to come to church yet. I, I'm not ready. And, uh, you know, we, we both concurred that that was just dangerous. Like just having that mindset of not even wanting to go to a ministry and I, I don't know what that's like and, and maybe because you know like i say uh you know i had the my grandmother and my mother uh, and yeah you say what you want maybe you call it toxic mm-hmm. but yeah we we didn't have an option <laughs> and, 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 and and either my grandmama mm-hmm. house or my mama house you're gonna praise the lord and yeah sunday came tuesday night came yeah. you going to bible study mm-hmm. <laughs> sunday mm-hmm. coming you going to church mm-hmm. <laughs> that ain't an option when that when listen the food will be ready you sit down you eat your dinner uh, uh, after, you, after you do your homework mm-hmm. on Tuesday night and, and listen, 6.30 come, mm-hmm. I'm already starting to come down them steps. You better be ready because that car about to be smoking. Right. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just, I'm, <laughs> no, seriously, I'm just like, in my mind, I don't understand how you don't go. Um. So yeah, just w- when that came to it, you, you, you made some good points. I, I definitely, when you're talking about that salvation point, the scripture that came to my mind yeah. um, is very important. I thought was mm-hmm. uh second Corinthians six and two. Uh, that particular uh, scripture says, uh, for he says, in the time of favor, I heard you in the t- in the day of salvation. I helped you. I tell you now uh, in the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. And I know that particular um, scripture. Um, Paul was talking to the church of Corinth um, and he was telling them um, pretty much don't use God's grace in vain. Like. God has blessed yeah. us all with grace. Don't take it for granted. Um, the time is to, to to really to submit to God and really be a follower for God is now, especially when you know. Mm-hmm. I, I can get for some of the, mm-hmm. you know, the non-believers or the whatever, whatever. But I, I to me right now, me specifically, I'm talking about to the ones who do know and kind of have been removed mm-hmm. from the faith a little bit, has have not been uh, maybe need to rededicate them, rededicate their life back to God. Um, it, it, the mm-hmm. time is now. Um, we, we know we living in a world right now where they telling you to do whatever, they telling you to be whoever, they telling you to change and get get every surgery, every every this, every that. And I'm thinking like, if yeah. if anything, right now, dice, we we all need to be running to somebody church. <laughs> and I think, I mean, you got to ask yourself, why is that? You know, um, why why do people feel that way? Mm-hmm. And I think we as Christians haven't done the best job at protecting new believers and um, and i always say we because i'm like you know not that i've done that personally but I, because i am a part of the church i just say we mm-hmm. and so there's, i'm a part of it too I agree. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah but it, i think you and i know like even growing up our family would pick up the person because we didn't yes. even want to leave them yes. unattended like oh, we I, I never forget um you better preach that um, <laughs> bro, no, you tell the truth. You like, tell the truth. I've been in the van, bro. We've been in the van on the way to church. I've seen um uh Pastor Benny Foster get out the church. I mean, out the van, go in the crack house, 
and and say, no, 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 sis, you said you was coming to church with us today. Like, these are the people I roll with. Like, listen, ain't nobody about to let you just go where you want to go. Like, if you said that you want to do what you just said you want to do, I'm here for you. I'm not going to let you have a way out like no excuses you got your ride you got food you got clothes like we rolling up we showing up because god is real and you just said something a minute ago about this world and i'm like everybody wants something new you know like typically people want a new relationship you know you want your marriage to be renewed you want your you want your kids mindset to change and become new you want a new job you want all this new and it's like Second Corinthians, I thought you was going to go into it a minute ago, 5 and 17. Therefore, if anyone is in oh, Christ, yeah. he is a new creation. All that old has passed away and behold, all things have become new. And if people even understood the minute you give your life to Christ, it's game on. Mm. And life is different. You know what I'm saying? Life is new. You see differently. You hear differently. You feel differently. And every single day that you're walking with Christ, it gets better and better and better. And so it's like, that's 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 what we have to let people know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, maybe you battle with uh, depression or suicide that the day before you gave your life to Christ. But trust me, the day after, it's real easy. It's real mm. easy because you're like, no, 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 no. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one's coming to the Father but through me. You know, like, this is where I've been saved through grace by my faith. You know what I'm saying? And it's a gift that God has given me. And I'm about to use this gift and work this gift. I'm about to stir up all my gifts. And I'm about to take over. You know what I'm saying? And when you realize the enemy is a, a punk, you're like, oh, the, the devil is real. Like, yes. the devil is so real. And this ain't no, you know, just devil with the little horns and a pointy tail. I'm talking the enemy works through people. He works through different situations to try and stop you from living your best life. You know, living my best life. You can't even live your best life unless you're in Christ. So it's like, and the enemy is trying to do everything to take wealth away from your family, health away from your family, longevity, mm. legacy away from your family. I mean, all you got to do is step back and just look at it. And you're like, man, who is really attacking me like that? It's, it feels like you're getting set up every day. Mm. So I'm, I'm sitting here like, I don't even understand how people live without Christ. Like, like I'm before I had the grace of my family, you know, we're from a praying family, from a Christian family, from, you know, people get up out of wheelchairs type of family, like... I already told him, like, anything happened to me, I go to hospital, call one of my aunties. Don't call no doctor. Just, just call the aunt, you know, because I already know what's about to happen. Like, it is real. Like, it is real. And um, so, I don't know, man. I don't see how people don't want that protection, that love, and that joy. And like I said, yes, we are all sinners. We are born in sin. But God loves us so much. Uh, sent his son and we have eternal life and here's the thing i want to live forever with my savior i'm sitting here like the person who thought about dice i'm gonna make a dice what's she gonna look like she's gonna be five nine you know she's gonna be one you know what i'm saying like whoever thought about me i'm trying to spend the rest of my life with i'm trying to kick it with you know what i'm saying so i don't know man this salvation is 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 just the greatest gift that you could ever have and i just hate that people pass it up pass up the relationship with God like life just gets better it's not just about that moment okay good I'm saved it's like God wants to heal you from all the past hurt you know deliver you from all your challenges you know protect you from all you know everything evil and it's like it doesn't make sense it's like why would you not want that but to your point focus church is a big part of that too because you have people in church who will help to make sure you stay in the fold you know yeah. like people you can call when you need help 
people you can call when you're when you're stuck when you feel like you're about to go do something you got no business doing you know people who will help take care of your kids for you when you need just a break you know people who pray for you you know when you say hey i'm struggling my marriage is struggling oh no 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 you know, we rebuke that right now in the name of Jesus. Like me and my husband going to come over there and pray for you, pray with you, pray for you. Tell me everything that's going on. We're going to lift you up, you know, and um, before God. So it's just, I don't know, man, just the intercession that you get when you're in the faith, people who can actively hear from God on a different level for you. It's just, I'm sitting here like, man, how do people live without God? Like I, you're not living, you know, and you're definitely dying forever. You're going to be dead. So <clears throat> I don't know, man. It's just committing your life to Christ is the best thing you could ever do. There is no decision you'll make in your life that's better than you coming to know Christ, period. It doesn't matter. There's no other decision. And this is crazy focus because I was like, people live their whole life saving money to do what? What do they want to do? At the, you know, when they, when they get a certain age, they want to do what? Retire. Mm-hmm. I want to buy a house, buy the water. I want a view. You know, I want to see the dolphins. I want to go fishing. I want to go hiking. Yeah, you want more God because God made all that. Mm-hmm. So, what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? No, I don't want to hear this. Oh, I don't believe in God. Yeah, but you're going to get all of God's stuff. You're going yes. to use God. And, and that's, that's the sad part. It's like God will give you that and so much more. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's, I don't know. It's just, to me, it makes sense to partner with the Lord, partner with your creator, you know, just to learn about yourself. So many people don't know that they're worthy, that they're valued, that they are wanted. You know, the Bible talks about God knows every little intricate detail about you, every hair on your head, like, because this is true. Mm-hmm. So it's like, man, why would you not want that relationship? Um, it's like uh, when the adopted kids say, um, yeah, okay, fine. Your parents had you, but my parents chose me. Mm. That's the that's the relationship with Jesus. It's like I I was chosen, you know. Yeah. Yeah. My parents may have had me. They may have been sorry. They may have been horrible parents. Maybe my father wasn't there. My mother wasn't there. You know. Maybe they were de- dead when I was young. But my father in heaven chose me for this for such a time as this to be here. That's so good to do His will. You know what I'm saying? To have a relationship. Yeah, I was chosen. So, um, I don't know. That's that's honestly focused. That's why I be walking so bold. I'm like, man, y'all made that up. Y'all don't even know who I am. You know what I'm saying? I, <laughs> it's just like, wow. Once you get it and you realize, oh, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay, God. Oh, so you've been knew that I was gonna do this. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I could have been tapped in if I was tapped into you a little bit early, but it's okay. We're here now. You know. So it's just nice to have your identity in Christ. It erases all the doubt all the questions mm-hmm. you know all the confusion like and the, the enemy loves confusion so all this well if my mom would have did that or oh i found out this ain't my daddy it don't matter that ain't your real daddy anyway mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying that's your daddy that helped to get your tissue here you know what i'm saying your skin but i'm talking about your spiritual father your real father who put the spirit in the baby you know what i'm saying like yeah i'm trying to go i'm trying to go see that 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 creator that father so yeah <laughs> Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Um, we're going to go to a quick break. We're coming back with closing thoughts. Keep it locked. Yeah. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Yes, sir. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You're tuned back into The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate y'all waking up with us uh, this Wisdom Wednesday. Um, if you're just getting up, I promise you, you want to hit that rewind button. Um, we had a great Real Talk conversation today 
on uh, the dangers of waiting to come to Christ for anybody out there who, uh, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't take it serious. Um, and, and I'll be honest with you, I, I'll go even further. Not only just waiting to come to Christ, how about uh, the dangers of waiting to submit to Christ? That might be that might be a show too as well, mm-hmm. nice, because that's 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 very important too as well of uh, people who are you know maybe have uh, started to grow their relationship, but they're not submitting. They're getting a revelation, but they're still doing what they want to do. Mm-hmm. But today, like I say, um, mm-hmm. I, I really believe that um, you know the time is now. I, I know you think you're going to have it together. Okay. You know, give you 90 mm-hmm. days, give you two weeks or, you know, give you six months and you'll be ready to dedicate your life to Christ. I think you should just dedicate it. Now. The beautiful thing about mm, uh, our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ, he wants you to come as you are. Cause he, he's mm-hmm. going to do the work. I, I, th- I think you focus on trying to do it yourself in your own power. You can't do it in your power. Cause if that's the case, you, mm-hmm. you wouldn't need a savior. Like we need a savior. <laughs> Yeah. So, so just go ahead. Uh, I, I, I argue, you know, for anybody who does not have a church home out there, come on now. You, mm-hmm. you can ask around within your circle, or if you can't have, if you don't have anybody in your circle, you can't tell me you can't, you you don't pass a neighborhood church. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Ride past there, look at the kiosk, see when they have service times, and walk in the service and see if it's for you. You'll know. Mm-hmm. The Spirit of God will talk to you. Uh, you you want to get in a good Bible based church where it can teach you um, everything you need to do. Um, possibly, you know, as you sit there for a little while and, and get the words you need to get, you know, get involved in ministry, some type of community event or, you know, something that's going on within the church. But the biggest thing is the church is still important. And I'm tired of people saying the church is not important. Mm-hmm. I know we're coming out the back end of this pandemic and everybody thinks, OK, now everything is cool. The whole line. Uh, that's cool to a certain extent. But, you know, when, when you need resources, when you need an elder, when you need a pastor, you need somebody to really touch and talk to you, pray for you, lay hands on you or, or just uh, classes on how to learn, um, how to uh, effectively read your Bible, um, just maybe dealing with type some type of grief or some type of counseling or therapy. Like yeah, there's so many just mm-hmm. different cl- things that, that are available at churches that you're missing out on your kids yeah. or everybody who has family. Come on now. Come you on know. Now get your kids involved early where well, they can be a car to the youth ministry, the kids ministry yeah, and, and the blessing in that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I really, I really want everybody to really, you know, for anybody who uh, I call them runners and bless your life. And I mean, it in love, stop running, mm. <laughs> stop running. I promise you stop running. Uh, dice, dice can contest. Listen, we, we, we are nothing without God. I promise you, you wouldn't have this fixed radio show right now without God. Yeah, if I would have ran away from my calling and ran away from uh, uh, learning um, everything I need to learn, no, it, you wouldn't have this program right now. And I'm grateful that I, I didn't run. Um, I went ahead and learned mm-hmm. everything I need to learn. I'm still learning. That's why I still go. <laughs> Let's be very clear. <laughs> I got Bible study tonight. Yeah, my Bible study on Wednesday night. I, I'm going tonight. Surely am. Gonna have yeah. my iPad ready. Gonna be taking my notes. Gonna go receive that mm-hmm. praise and worship. That's another part of it. Of going to the church yeah, yeah 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 absolutely it's okay to go lay on the altar and get you some words of prayer in the sanctuary laying laying yeah. the altar while the, the praise team is singing worship ushering in the spirit the spirit of god into you mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a whole nother thing we we, we we gonna have to have a another spirit conversation dice i, I i've been feeling that for a while of uh, people understanding mm-hmm. i don't know why they, they think that spirit thing is one way <laughs> so you can go to church mm-hmm. and you can usher in the spirit uh, but you don't feel like uh, demonic spirits can be ushered into you too. No one, no one, no one wants to talk about that. But that's a that's a whole another thing. We're gonna get in that spiritual warfare conversation again, Dice. I know you're gonna have fun with that. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
you know, there there's only one God and there's only one mediator who can reconcile us to Christ. Um, that's first Timothy two and five, you know, and as we all know, Christ died for our sins, but him not ever sinning took on all the suffering. That's, that's what was happening. Um, focus first Peter three and 18, but God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinning, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sitting here like thinking of all the sins that I was doing intentionally, knowing I was doing and planning the sin, but God still had a plan and was willing to provide a way out if I would just pick it, you know, and that's honestly out of everything that was said today. And I'm glad you brought up the church again, like um, Jesus as your Lord and savior in your life, like your life will change. And, um, Man, Revelation 3, 20 says, look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice, open the door and I will come in and I will share a meal with you together as friends. And John 1, 12 says, and for all those who believe and accept him, he will give you the right to become a child of God. See, everybody's not a child of God. People out here like, oh, God loves everybody. God don't love everybody like that, like his child. Oh, that's painful to hear, ain't it? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying like it's real though it's it's true you know what I'm saying like everybody's not a child of God Every, everybody's not on team God you know and so it is important for us to confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord believe in our heart and know that that's tr- a true fact um, in order to be saved you know and life life is great probably now if you're just stuck in sin but life is a million times better with Christ where you don't even have to be walking in sin like where you're saved from sin you know, so I and definitely having that church family, man, they will just love you, come beside you, you know, lift you up, be there for you. That's why we get to do life together. That's why it's called the kingdom of God. It's not a you mm-hmm. alone with God. It's, it's the kingdom of God because God oh, yeah. knew that we should have family. Like we said, we said this before we was having a talk and I'm like, you come here through family, two people, you know? Yeah. You come here through two people. So it's like. God's intention was for us to be connected in that way, to have family, to grow. And um, I don't know, people just be missing out on their spiritual support from from their family. Like like you said, you can go to church. You, you don't know who you're going to meet at church. You might meet the next person to help you with your business at church. Facts. You might meet your wife, your wife or your husband at church. You, know? you better preach. You might meet your ne- yeah, you might meet mm-hmm. your next babysitter at church. You know what I'm saying? Like. You don't know, so don't miss God. You know what I'm saying? You might meet that accountability partner who's going to save you one day when you're like, look, I think I'm about to jump off the roof. I had my sister call me one day. Well, I, what, what, will you take care of my kids? Why? I think I'm about to jump off the roof. I said, I'm not taking care of your kids. <laughs> but let me tell you why you should not jump off the roof. You know what I'm saying? Because God has so much more in store for you. And that involves you being alive so your kids can see uh, God use you. You know? And so... I mean, sometimes you, you don't know who you're going to meet at church, man. You don't, you just don't know. You don't know. And I thank God for church. I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for church. You know, yes, I was saved. But until I really got involved in my community, did I even have a community now? I mean, all my followers focus. I mean, what are we talking about? Like, how did I tour the world? How people just, people I don't know, calling me, paying for me to come here and there, talk to their kids about deliverance and, you know, all kind of stuff, teenage issues. The only way... It, that happened was 
church to church, you know, like each child, oh, can you come here and talk to our kids? Oh, can you come here? Yeah. Like, don't miss your blessings. Yeah, don't block good. your blessings, man. I'm trying to tell you, like, um, we're supposed to do life together, yeah. together as a family. And your family might suck. But guess what? God has given you a, another family, you know, so lean on in. Lean on yeah. in. Please lean on in. Listen, that's our time for the day. We definitely want to shout out our brother, <laughs> Big Phil. Yeah. Um, listen, go run them numbers up. He got a project out right now. It's called Defy the Odds. Uh, mm-hmm. A killer single out right now called Step by Faith. Uh, make sure you support my brother. Go to Big Phil, at Big Phil on all social media platforms. That's mm-hmm. B-I-G-F-I-L. Uh, and yeah, make sure you show my brother some love. My brother got been doing music a long time. Uh, he got mm-hmm. merch for sale. Um, he got great content. Um, so just, just support my brother, Big Phil. Like I said, go pro- get that new project, Defy the Odds, new single out right now. Um, that's doing mm-hmm. some crazy numbers right now is uh, Step by Faith. Listen, uh, we're going to see y'all tomorrow. Thirsty Thursday. Okay. Stop playing. Um, yeah, we might go into that spiritual conversation. I don't Ooh. know. We, we'll see where it go. We'll see where it go. Just tap in. Um, of course, we'll have okay. another spiritual detox as well. Exclusive. You want to tap into that? As always, remember mm-hmm. to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom advancement should always be the goal to fix his end. We out. Peace, y'all.